True North Nerds. Yay! This week, no Kevin, because Kevin's in Ireland. That I mean, no. sack of crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's a test to see if he listens to this, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> no, I hope he's having a good vacation in the place where I would like to go someday. I told you we were going to go to Ireland to renew our vows. Second no. wedding was going to be in Ireland in a castle. Yes. Actually, on the shores of Loch Ness. One of our customers just got back from Ireland. And what was he said? Oh, he had beautiful weather. Yeah. No, but what was the acronym that he used for? Oh, uh, it was... Uh, AF- AFC? Yes. Another fucking castle? That, okay, you know me. I love me a castle. Yes. When we went to Egypt, all I did was look at temples upon temples upon temples. Which and are kind of like castles. And then when we went to the Mediterranean, it was amphitheater upon amphitheater upon <laughs> amphitheater. Anyways, back anyway, to the show part. We that have, was our first tangent. We have Jen. Hi. And we have Ryan. Hello. And we have me. I'm Brent. Hi, Brent. And we have Petra. And we have Petra, because we're recording live in uh, Jen and I's living room. So. I hope some of that got picked up. Oh, probably. <laughs> Petra's mad because I put her down to record the podcast. Yes. Which means she's going to be interrupting like the entire show. And she just but. flopped over on the floor. She's like, I give up. Anyway. Anyway, Ryan. Yes. Uh, what's in the news this week? What is in the news? Um, we got Taylor Swift news. I we love do. Taylor Swift. We do. Yep. So this was not that long after the last episode. Uh, <laughs> she announced she has signed a deal to put her Eras tour in theaters. <gasps> um, so she bypassed the big studios. Yeah. And made a deal directly with AMC no. for distribution. We don't have AMC. Yeah, but for that... distribution. Oh, yeah. So there was a new deal made a while back that allowed studios to own theaters and theaters to distribute mu- mu- uh, movies. At one point, it was you know state and church. Neither, neither should do you know, mix, mix with each other's business, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yes. So you didn't have like Disney Studios and that you know to want to see Disney movies you got to go to the Disney theaters. Kind of like the streaming services. Yeah, yeah. So, but now they they eliminated that a little while back. They made some deals or whatever. So now you know, so the theater chains can produce can uh, distribute movies, and the theater the, you know, the studios can have their own theaters if they want. So yeah, I guess she didn't even bother talking to them. She just went straight to that to the. To, to AMC and made a, Which a is deal. Still a rather large chain in the U.S. I oh love yeah, Taylor Swift. Well, but even if it's she's a I'm smart sure, cookie and nobody yeah. gives her credit. Well, she she <laughs> learned her lesson the hard way, yeah. and now she's like taking it. But to, she learned it well. Is oh, so I have to control my own stuff. Okay, I'm going to do it to the ninth degree, and that's yeah. what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this doing it this way also, um, she can put it out when she wants because I. Th- I didn't 
put in, make note of it here. I believe it comes out in October. It was going up against something else, but and I think it, that something that else something ended else up moved. getting moved. What was it? I don't know. I just remember reading that too. Yeah, it was because they were they were making the Barbie Heimer jokes yeah. all over again. I'm trying to remember what it was. And yeah. I think when they had they may have talked to the big studios for a bit because you know it sounds like they wanted you know they wanted more control over how it was made mm. and when it was they didn't want it to come out until much later like when she not while she was on tour so mm-hmm. i guess that means her and probably her record label fi- like funded the re- the recording of this concert probably like they yeah. made the movie themselves like hired the director and all that stuff that's my guess yeah well i know what i'm gonna go see and don't worry i'll take alexis <laughs> i'm actually tempted to see like i'm interested in seeing this because it's gonna watched... be quite the spectacle especially on a big screen yeah i'd probably be more likely to just watch it at home i've yeah. watched like all the youtube well not all but i've watched I've a, a ton of the, clips, of the youtube yeah. clips the the production looks phenomenal seeing it in theaters is going to be like what when we watched hamilton on tv because of uh covid right we couldn't go and see it in theaters but like it's like you have a front row seat. It's not like the seats you can afford, which are going to be in the back, yeah. okay. where you have a binoculars to yeah. look at Taylor Swift. It's going so, to be like front and center. Old man Brent here. Do you remember back in the days with those IMAX movies that they used to shoot concerts and put them on? I never, ever went and saw a concert in IMAX. No? Uh, Rolling Stones had a real good one that played at Ontario Place for like decades. Um trying to remember i think it was called at the max somebody will correct me in the comments i'm sure um it was really good there was another one that i cannot remember the name of it but i went with gavin and a bunch of people we worked with at reebok that was a bunch of artists like dave matthews band moby uh like everybody who was big at that period of the 90s um and uh cheryl crow it, there were to this day i'd like to find it she does a a completely acoustic version of does it make you happy on it that was amazing and it was like an imax movie yeah cool so they should like do this more often with some of those bigger bands. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how this is going back. Yeah, I was old man Brent. Well, no, well, it's just I'm like, like what are you complaining this, about? This, this used to be old man like Brent a shakes his fist thing. at Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. that's what the old man Brent was. Oh. No, until I met you, I think I could count the number of like non-classical concerts that I've seen on one hand. Yep. Because all my family did was go and see the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, and then I brought her to see Iggy and the Stooges, and I didn't know who they were. And they were Iggy Pop, big, yeah, and the Stooges. Oh, okay. They were tiny, yeah, and loud, and loud. <laughs> so, uh, with uh, pre-sales now within current numbers, uh, it's looking like it's going to be a hundred million dollar opening weekend. I wouldn't be surprised. That would not surprise me. Yeah, like her, she is selling out, and tickets like, are weeks of concerts. Yeah, and tickets basically. are going for like thousands. Yeah, but so. Yeah, I do want to go and see that, and I would really enjoy taking my niece to go see that. But I also don't want to go and see it with a bunch of Swifties who are just going to scream at the movie the whole time. Mm, that is a like they're actually at sing the along. concert. Oh, I don't care if they sing along because I'm going to sing along. I just don't want them to just scream. Like it's a movie. Yeah. Watch the movie. You're not at the concert. Just sing along if you want to. Great, but don't just scream. There was a because uh, that's old man Jen right there. One of <laughs> One of the uh, the 
girls I was friends with in high school uh, did that at a concert once. And I sort of made a silent vow of, unless I'm dating her, I'm never going to a show with her again. <laughs> yeah, I don't get screaming at concerts. Singing along, yes, 100%. But screaming? Like, why? Why yeah. Why do you go listen to, try to listen to music, but all you hear is screaming? I don't get it. Passion. Apparently, I'm not that passionate <laughs> about that. Apparently. <laughs> uh, okay, next, uh, we got a new season two of Loki trailer. Which we just watched. Yes. Which you guys just watched. Um, yep. And we see more, more more season two goodness. More Loki. Yep. More time travel-y stuff. More problems. More McDonald's. We see McDonald's. Yep. So... I'm really going to need to either bring McDonald's to the, or watch. No, that's not in the movies. I'm going to either need to wa- have McDonald's while I'm watching this because the subliminal messaging is working. Was that that promotion that they were doing? Is that over now? I wonder with the one with the commercial with McDonald's yeah, and movies. And, they um, were, and it was including like if you got the McNugget meal, you got like the old style sweet and sour packs and stuff. I have no idea. Uh, I didn't know that, that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Either. Yeah. Just, yeah. On weird McDonald's tangent, did you know they have like Squishmallow flavored McFlurry or, or so milkshakes? It, it tastes it's like, like a, a hello. I was going to say, it tastes like a stuffed so animal. So when I went, I asked them because I was like, what the heck is a Squishmallow flavor? And it, apparently it's like Pop Rocks and sugar. And I was like, mm, no. I, I would have thought maybe marshmallows. No. It's like Pop Rocks and bubble gum or something. I'm like, mm, no, that sounds yeah, awful. Yeah, I would have gone with like, like specifically cereal marshmallows like the ones you get in lucky charms no see i was thinking more like marshmallow like melted marshmallow goo like yeah. stay posh yeah. marshmallow man work, if it's gonna be mixed in a flurry i just don't know where the pop rocks came from yeah that seems odd yeah anyway that was my little mcdonald tangent yep uh and we got finally got our first look at aquaman and the lost kingdom is it still coming out in December? It is. What's this it? is, I, I believe, the it's a, a, a record for the shortest amount of time from first trailer to movie release for any of these superhero movies. Mm. Wasn't the first one The Lost Kingdom? No. no that was just, just Aquaman. Aquaman. And he now, found he a lost w- kingdom of Atlantis. And so, no, this well, one. No, no, he lives, lost. In, this he lives in Atlantis. Yeah. Well, now he does. He didn't in the first well, movie. He, it was never lost. And he it knew just, that it existed. He, in the first movie, he had to go find the lost trident. Oh, I knew something king. was lost. And, and his mother. But, yeah, no, now he looks like maybe he has to go back there. And, he goes out still, in the desert. And he's still, I'm good. king, but I don't want to be yeah. king. It's like, and his brother's around. So we're, we're getting the Thor Loki treatment here. Yeah, his, I hadn't his thought brother about that, that was his enemy is now is now his, he has to help him. Yeah, eh, this one I'm not. I could care less about. <laughs> it looks I, a bit of like a big wet mess. Yeah, wet because of all the water instead of a hot mess. Wah, wah. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this movie. The the thing is, is that it's. I think my enthusiasm for it is like slightly tempered with the fact of like kind of the end of a universe that nobody cares about anymore that's mm-hmm. like when a show gets canceled like and before uh, the before season's before finished before the yeah. season's finished like it's why i didn't watch why the last man it got canceled two episodes in i'm like well there's no point really <laughs> like that yeah. that's a story that i know is at least five seasons yeah i don't know i didn't really enjoy the first aquaman all that much i, I thought you did no the more 
I'm pretty Why sure. Why are you people... laughing at me, Ryan? Because I do remember you enjoying at least parts of that movie. Oh, yeah, I enjoy parts of every movie I see, but overall. Especially when he's walking around wet without a shirt on. Well, yeah, but there wasn't enough of that in the trailer. So Yeah, it's actually, that trailer has him putting on shirts on a lot. Yep. Yeah, I know. That was and doing laundry. And doing laundry and stuff. If Jason Momoa is going to be doing domestic tasks, that's great, but he should be doing them shirtless. <laughs> it looks all right. But like plot-wise, I did not enjoy the first Aquaman. I, I yeah. might want to go see it now, now that I know that, like, because originally it and Dune were really close together. Yeah. And now Dune has been moved, so I don't have to pick one or the other. <laughs> and I'm super curious how much Amber Heard is going to be in it, because we just got her for, like, a split second in the trailer. Yeah. But that might be, she's they're not advertising her being in it, but she might be in, like, a good chunk of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Remember how we're getting that Agatha Disney Plus series? Yes. So it's changed its name again. Oh, has it? Yep. So now it is called... Agatha, Darkhold Diaries. Oh. What was it before? Coven of something, wasn't it? It was Coven of Darkness or yeah. Agatha. And now it's Darkhold Diaries? Darkhold Diaries. Because oh. the Darkhold is the Oh, hold the with a book. D. Yep, not book. hold with an E. Uh, no, is that the book that, that got destroyed in That's the last... That's the one. Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it has a new release window. Yeah, because... Strikes are pushing things back. Previ- rightfully so. But actually, this was previously winter 2024 release. Mm-hmm. Now it's fall of 20. Well, I wonder what they call winter 2024. If it was actually like this upcoming winter half that we're going to be going into, like, so like January, February, oh. not November, December. So I think maybe it did get moved. So maybe it was supposed to be like I'm, this coming February. I think winter. it was this coming February and then it got moved. Because now it's fall of 2024. So, probably October. That, that September, like, if October. you have a whole whack of witches, that that makes sense with the season, right? Yep. So end of next year. Yeah. So yeah. this like this it's sometime close to this time next year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For other moves, please uh, go back to the previous episode of uh, True North Nerds, where I think there is it's like you just rhyming off shows and movies being moved back. And we're not done yet. Yeah, it, that, like the rhyme continues. That, that is like pretty much it, like up to date as of this episode. So here's more. I got a list. Okay. X Men '97. Yep, that got the, moved. That's been moved from this fall to early 2024. I forgot about that one. Uh, Echo, that was supposed to be dropped in uh, November, is now coming January. Season two of What If is now scheduled to follow Loki season two with a debut around Christmas Day. Hmm. Uh, Iron Heart, Daredevil Born Again, and Wonder Man? Yeah, I remember Wonder Man. I, I think remember we've talked about Wonder it on Man? the show. Um, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Marvel. No, these are okay. all Marvel. This is Disney Plus Marvel oh, okay. stuff. Uh, Wonder Man in the comics is, was an actor who becomes gets powers yeah and becomes eventually Isn't that he's booster gold no, no booster gold was a guy from the future and that's he was also an stuff. actor who got no, he, no. Just he was a, he was a janitor and steals a time a time bubble from the museum that he was and working a legion in. ring and, and a, a legion ring and a belt and a bunch of stuff 
And he goes to the past, yeah. Okay. There was an episode of, maybe it wasn't Booster Gold. There's an episode of Squirrel Girl where he, she was in love Boost, with. Yeah, because Booster Gold is also, he's a different universe. He's yeah. a, DC a different guy. universe, Booster Gold? Yeah, he's DC. So Squirrel Girl wouldn't meet no, him. So who's the Squirrel Girl one that I'm thinking of who I thought was Booster Gold? I have no idea. No idea. I, I can't read your mind, Jen. Sorry. Comic? Huh. Yeah, I read a Squirrel Girl comic. Oh. Uh, that, and the, she was like in love, like preteenish, and she was like in love with this. Booster. Might be Wonder Man. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, Anyways. <laughs> uh, all three of those series have been removed from Disney's schedule. Which means they don't know when they're yeah. putting them out. So it's unknown when the Ironheart series is going to air. It was originally supposed to premiere in 2023, but was was delayed to 2024, and then now it's just been removed. Has it been Definitely. shot? I don't I know. I thought if it's it was because I thought I thought they filmed that around the same time that they worked on Black Panther. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now that you mention it, yeah, because that was her introduction. Wasn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah. So that's so that's why it was originally supposed to be out this year, but it's Which been is, moved. And I mean, I'm not blaming anybody, but it's kind of annoying because there's then such a huge gap between when they were introduced to when they're mm. shown. Yeah. Like, and then. Uh, Production on Daredevil and Wonder Man has just has, is on pause because of the ongoing strike. Yeah, from so, what I understand, Daredevil is close to being finished. There are like two episodes left or something okay. in terms of filming, like one or two, and not including post-production and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, but just, just the pr- principal photography. Principal photography. I don't know about Wonder Man. I don't recall. I don't even know if they've actually about... started filming yeah. or not because I don't, I don't think they've announced who Wonder, you know, anyone playing Wonder Man. I thought they had. I don't know. I don't. Re- I didn't even recall them announcing a Wonder Man. I, I thought it was all just speculation. Yeah. So. Maybe um, we've all had this conversation before. Probably. Because I still don't know who Wonder Man yeah. is. <laughs> so that's all going on. Um, next month, October 15th, new season of Rick and Morty premieres. That'll be season seven. Uh, this is also going to be the first season without the show's co- co-creator and star, Justin Roiland, who is no longer part of the show. After he got hit with domestic violence allegations and claims of workplace harassment. And a, a most recently, a ton of uh, people coming out of the woodwork saying that he was more or less allegedly grooming them when they were underage. Mm, who, was, yeah. who was he? Rick, Rick, Morty. Oh, he's all of them? Well, at least he was Rick and Morty. Oh. Yeah. So they have recast both characters. Um, now, they haven't really addressed it to see if there's going to be much, like, how much of a difference the voice is. We'll just wait and find out. Because I, I guess he was also a character on another show. Um, and I guess I read something. The way that they wrote him out was the character got hit with some voice changing ray in the throat or something <laughs> in the face and it changed his voice and well i mean i haven't really seen any rick and morty but i imagine it'd be easy to kind of replace them with a clone or an alternate universe mm. well you don't even have to do that you just voice changing ray yeah voice so science to to go back a to wonder man story to wonder man yeah now it's all coming back to me uh uh how do you pronounce his name uh uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen II is cast as Wonder Man, the guy who plays Black Manta in Aquaman. In the okay. trailer yeah. we just watched? Yes, in the oh, trailer. Okay. He is yeah. Wonder Man. I do not remember hearing or talking and about that at I th- all. See, cause... this is the thing that really keyed into me because he's like the 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 
superhero turned actor, right? Is Ben Kingsley's also in the show. As okay. like his character from the Iron Man movies. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, that was like, oh, yeah, I remember them announcing that. Yep. And it I sounded do. interesting. Is the butt monster from uh, Shang-Chi going to be in it? He's probably staying yeah. home. He's back at home, He's I so assume. Well, I forget his name. I should watch that movie again. And it looks like it was in like just about to start filming when oh, okay. the strikes ah. occurred in May. Oh, and my last little bit of like news out of Hollywood, it's not even news. I just thought it was an interesting little story. Um, so Sylvester Stallone took his family on a vacation uh, last week. They went to the Vatican and had a private reception with the Pope. Yeah, good to be rich. Who is a big Sylvester Stallone movie fan. Doesn't surprise me. The Pope, this Pope is kind of cool. Well, in some ways, in other ways. I mean, yeah. for the pope he, so, he's not the panzer pope who no. was the last one um there's video of the of the meeting and in it you see you know sylvester stone being all like you know honored and about you know shaking his hand and doing, introducing his family and then uh he said that the pope said that he that he's also honored and he was honored to meet him that you know they, he's, i think he's like that they the translation was kind of oh that they grew up with his movies back home. But it's like, well, wait a minute. I think the Pope's. I know Sylvester Stallone's old. I'm pretty sure the Pope's older than him. That's an interesting question. And I think so too, but not by not by much. This, this Pope he's in is his, a bit of a younger Pope, right? But he doesn't look like it. Okay. Again, as far as Popes yeah. go. Um, the one funny thing. So after he says that he was a fan and you know, watched his movies and stuff like that. So uh, Stallone's like, oh, oh, he, he, he's like surprised, and he's like, okay, uh, so he throws his fists up. He's like, okay, ready, ready to box, and like does the whole boxing motion, and then the Pope like he responds like he he puts you know, I guess he's got one hand on a cane, the other hand comes up, and he just starts like air boxing a little, like throwing some air punches, <laughs> which is you know that's kind of funny, like seeing the yeah. Pope and. So the the current pope, yeah, he's definitely got to be older because he was born in thirty six. Oh, math's not our friends. Are you looking at a Wikipedia? It'll actually say his age. Yeah. Yeah. That's in his eighties. Well, no, it doesn't because it's a whole bunch of pope bullshit in between. You said thirty six. Okay, so Sylvester Stallone's only ten years younger than him. Well, that's what I was just saying. Like, so, he's probably in his eighties. Yeah, so probably so didn't grow in the 70s. up with, but no. like he was young enough to. Yeah, to enjoy those possibly. I know, like I saw Rocky. You know, if you can change, and I can change. Um, I I know at one point he tried to get I think John Paul II to like do his marriage in the Vatican. Oh, really? Like wow! With, like like with one of the the later wives, and that was ruled a no go because. Uh, Stallone's been divorced like a bunch of times, and that's a no-no in the Catholic Church, eh. or at least it was during that period. I don't honestly know. Uh, anymore. Probably at that level of the church, maybe well, having the yeah. Pope do well, a ceremony—it's it a no-go. Yeah, but. It, well, exactly. Right? Is it was frowned upon? Yeah, but uh, uh, interesting. Yep. And so, really, that's for that's pretty much it for me. Uh, I thought I'd bring this up because I'm sure Kevin is probably thinking it of it as he has probably looked at it uh so there's been some comic book scuttlebutt in the last two days oh really uh with bill wingham who's that he is the gentleman who 
uh, created and wrote Fables. Oh, yes, Fables. Currently, well, depending on how you want to look at it, currently writing the series. Although, um, as of a uh, interaction on like social media, somebody asked him where the latest issue is because it's been delayed. And his response was akin to, I turned those in like two years ago. And I've since fired DC, which is an interesting huh. turn of phrase. And then he doubled down on it later on, explaining it. Um, essentially, he, uh, the people that he was working with are no longer there. And he feels that the... He has a full statement online that you can read. Um, but he feels that the company that runs DC Comics is trying to, like basically not hold up their end of their contract hmm. and his contract apparently says that he owns fables so as in retaliation instead because he doesn't have the money or time to go into a lawsuit because he's 67 yeah he's uh turned fables over to public domain Ooh, which is an interesting thing to which dc has retaliated with a uh everything we published is owned by us don't try it mm. message. So it'll be kind of curious to see where this goes in the next little while. Yeah. yeah I can see the way, because if he, yes, he owns the characters. And all that, so as if much somebody as anybody wanted, can own. He owns that version of the character. Yeah. yeah. By those names and all that. Which, yeah. So it's one of those, if it, his contract is written and everything the way he's, he claims, and by him saying this, you could almost make the argument that, yeah, you can write something using those characters and those names, but it can't be something that's already been done in the comic. Yes. That it, that is distributed and printed by DC Comics because they could then also make the argument that we printed this, we owned this yeah. version. And that 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 is sort of standard with a bunch of things like that. Like Tarzan. Like, yeah, and... you can't go out and reprint all the fables and sell it on the street. No, like, exactly. That is illegal. But, like, the other thing is, is a lot of those characters are public domain anyways. Well, at least they're, they're based on they based public on domain. Based on the version. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'd say they can't copyright the Big Bad Wolf, but... The one in the comic is he's like Big B Wolf, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So it has the name Bigsby Wolf. So that just they like can... it's just like you could write a Snow White cart like you could write a you Snow do White book. With Snow White, yeah. But if you make Snow White the same as the Disney Snow White, that's looking where you the get same in trouble. Or, yep. Yeah. So like, that's why uh, like Winnie the Pooh is public domain. But Winnie the Pooh wearing the red shirt, that is not. Yeah. So, hence that, what was it called, For Blood and Honey movie that came out last year, and now there's a sequel to it coming out? God. One of these days, you know what? I should really work on tracking down a copyright lawyer and, like, asking a whole whack of questions. Because there's a lot of this stuff that I'm, I find fascinating. And the problem is, too, is, like, copyright works differently in different countries than it does here. Like in France, Conan is public domain, but not North America. And like most of the world, James Bond is still owned by like various companies. In Canada, James Bond is public domain. Like the, the original novel version of James hmm. Bond, like from that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 
I always find it interesting and weird. It is, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that. There's the news, kids. Yeah. Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Oh, we might talk about those later on. <laughs> some people spent some money this week. Yes. Wrong podcast. Um, so <laughs> we didn't have a big thing to, to go over. So we thought we'd uh, continue with our series on talking about Ahsoka and how good it is. Yes. I missed the first talk about how good Ahsoka is. So That's I, true. Mine so, is a fresh talk on how so, Ahsoka yeah, is. So you let, can let's go start first. with you then. How are you finding the show? I love it. Yeah, I It's so. so good. Because, uh, you know, I've mentioned it before, but my whole love of star wars is the mythology side of it with the force and the jedi and the mysticism more so than the the bounty hunters or the politics because you know there's different aspects of star wars which is why it appeals to so many people and it's nice when they interact but i always firmly love the 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 jedi side and the sith um rebels was the best and i am just absolutely thrilled to see how well they translated rebels into real life um with Ahsoka and Sabine and uh, even uh, and Hera and Jason. Um, um, I like David Tennantbot. I can't remember what his real name is. Yes. Wait, because he doesn't have like a droid name No, it's either. like Hugh Young or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, I call him David Tennantbot. Um, he's so cute. He's so cool. Because I never really watched Clone Wars, so I missed a lot of that kind of stuff. Like I know enough for Ahsoka's story, but I didn't watch every episode of Clone Wars. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying the plot. Um, I had another point to make and I totally forgot what it was because I got distracted was by David Tennant. Was about the Jedi? Oh, I love them. Holy crap. What's his name? Balin something. Yeah, I don't know. He's amazing. I'm so sad that he died. I mean, he's always been a, a fantastic actor. Died in real life, not in the yeah, show. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. in real life. But, um, and, uh, What's his apprentice's shin? Yeah. I love her. <laughs> um, the one thing that I'm not superly happy with is that it seems like everybody is, for some reason, force sensitive. Um, I don't understand why Sabine has to be force sensitive because I still don't think that makes well, sense. And I know she's, she's not necessarily force sensitive yet. And the force flows through and touches yes. everywhere. You have to be able to open yourself up to it to be able to use it. Yes. And she's trying to do that, but she hasn't yet. Yeah, okay. But Star Wars lore and force lore up till this point has always been there are a few who are able to do that, and they are the ones who are force sensitive, and they are the ones... Well, yeah. Because well, so it flows through all living things. Well, Let me finish. Let okay. me finish. So it flows through all living things. I get that. And then there are a few people who are... Force sensitive who are able to open up themselves to to manipulate it for good or for evil, light side, dark side, or neutral. But not everybody can. Otherwise, every single person in the universe would be able to use the force. And it gets to the point where I'm like, okay, so I don't understand why Sabine of all the characters, they decide to try to make suddenly she's got force sensitivity, and it has this has this ability to reach into the force, like even though it's not very strong. But enough that Ahsoka can sense it. And then also, why does Sabine get training, but Jason, whose father was a Jedi and is obviously Force-sensitive, does not? Okay, yeah, now we... you can talk. So, because it looked like Brent was going to open his mouth so and say something. So, 
My thing is more um, shit or get off the pot with with her. And maybe by the end of the series, I'll be like, like they'll have figured out everything and like, oh, that's why they did it this way. But in Rebels, mm. they do hint at her being force sensitive. My thing is like by this point with some training, we should see like she should be able even if it's one ability like her grabbing the cup or something like yeah, that. Like, there should be like there should have been a progression at least a little bit. But this almost seems like that she is like less force sensitive than she was in, like hinted at in the cartoon. And I'm always thinking like, okay, you don't want to overstack your characters either. It's like, okay, she's a kick-ass Mandalorian. She's an excellent with uh, weapons. You know, she's proficient. She's super smart. She's good at inventing. She's good with mechanics. She's good at all that other stuff. Why did they feel like they needed to add the force on top mm. of that when she was already such a kick-ass, awesome character? But that might be something that like we we get to yeah, maybe. later. And I'm not saying that it's bad and I dislike yeah, it. I'm just wondering why. I'm giving it kind of the benefit of the doubt right now because there's like oh, because we know like how many more episodes are there left in this show? This was episode five this week, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's three more. There's eight three, episodes in the season. Three more, plus this and uh, Mandalorian and Bad Batch. Do they? Uh, does, is Bad Batch part of all that thing that's going into the movie that they're setting up? No, because Bad Batch is a cartoon. Boba Fett and, yeah, but that the so was Rebels. Yeah, but it's only a cartoon right now. We don't know how that ends. Yeah. Okay. Fair. They could be dead. Yeah, but the, the they they, they talked about like the ones that are leading into this movie. That yeah, no, it's just the live action stuff that, oh, okay. that Dave Filoni's been working on. That's so the, that's... the like there there is like multiple ways this like we might not even get like a true sort of like answer until much much later. Probably right? not but, knowing Star Wars and knowing how Filoni plans yeah. things out. Yeah, and it, like I said, by no way that does not detract it for me. I still think it's an amazing show and I love it. Um, for a while in the first couple episodes, I was like, was there something more than Jedi Apprentice going on between Sabine and Ahsoka? <laughs> but that's kind of died down, but it was very heavily innuendoed at the beginning. <laughs> you should see the face palm that Ryan's doing now. <laughs> He's not wrong. There's definitely a bunch of stuff there that like could be definitely taken out. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't pick up on oh, any okay. other than other than it being like the typical she's stubborn as a student. She was trying to be her master who is also stubborn and doesn't know how to be a, to train someone in the forest because she never finished her own training. Yeah. And it was just, you know, two, you know, like magnets repelling each other. So here's my take on also, her training in Thor. I want a cat. Yes, of course. Well, I took a picture of one for you. <laughs> okay, so even David Tennant bot says that you know, he even explains that, yes, yeah. her sensitivity, so like uh, her midichlorian count, um, wouldn't. But we're not using those but words. We're not using those we words. don't use no. the M word. No. Wouldn't have met the council's standards. Yeah. For it being accepted. Which means, you know, every, you know it's, it's one of those. If you're willing to put in the work and sit there and meditate and train and do what needs to be done, you could open yourself up to the force enough to be you know to be able to use it to be more force sensitive because the force flows through every living being yes there are clearly more some people that are born with a talent 
that are more force sensitive. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt that your daddy was, you know, was your daddy was force sensitive because that's where we see Jason. That's where we see Luke. Yeah. You know, it's like some farm it's boy on a desert also planet. Hereditary. That, yeah, exactly. It, if, you know, yeah. If your daddy has a lot of force powers, chances are you're going to have natural talent, which we have seen with Jason, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that she is such a good warrior and you know, can put that kind of commitment to her training for being a warrior, being an engineer, being an artist, is what probably makes her more open to be trained in the ways of the Jedi arts. Now, the fact that she's Mandalorian is what's put a big block yeah. in front of that because Mandalorians are stubborn and they're war- you know, they're more fight first, not warriors of peace necessarily. So I think she needs to, it's almost like she's got a creative block that she needs to break through. And my prediction is, you know, after we see her try to you know, yeah. move the cup and she's like, well, you win this round, we're going to see her pull or push something when it matters. It's yeah. going to be a life or death situation for her, Ahsoka, or Ezra. You know, I can see her totally like doing the, doing the Ray thing and pull on a lightsaber to her hand. You know, like we saw in uh, in Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah. Thank you, right? And I just don't see why it's necessary for her character. And she may, we, you know, she may never become. Yeah. But I think it's cool that we've seen that they've tried to continue her training that she started during Rebels. Her training with the lightsaber and all that, and because even then he like he mentions in a video back to Hera that you know it's it's there. She's just she's stubborn in this, and she and then there's like you mean she's Mandalorian. He's yeah. like yeah, so it's just that, and, and even there it's an inert. No, no, no not an inert. That's the wrong innate. word. Innate. Thank you. Um, cultural thing. Like she's. You know, yeah. That's why there's not a lot of Mandalorian Jedi. Right. So which brings us to the current episode that just landed. Um, I love the space whales more space whales uh so i was a little iffy so at the end of uh well i guess we're talking about two episodes since we last recorded right yep um i was a little iffy because we see anakin skywalker at the end of the first one and originally that de-aging did not like at the end of that episode there was some wonky stuff going in there yeah, but it, but it also didn't that, get a good look at him. In yeah, that and it, they it got better with th- this week's episode. Yeah. Um, as I kind of joked to Jen, it's amazing how much better Anakin is when it's written by Dave Filoni. The thing is, is though that Hayden Christensen's a decent actor. He oh, is, yeah. and then like, when he was given a decent when, script, yeah, he can pull it off. Even around the time when uh, the the prequel trilogy came oh, out, yeah. and everybody was shitting on his acting. He was in other movies where he was a good actor. That Shattered Glass movie where he's the, the guy who uh, wrote for New York Times and made up like all those articles. I don't you remember that, that one. Oh, it's really good. Oh, I saw one with him and I think Kevin Costner. Hey, Kevin Klein. Say. Kevin Klein. Yeah, it's something we house. We built a house we or built something. A, yeah. That one was good. Yeah, and that there was, was another one where he was jumping through time. No, jumping. Just jumping. Jumpers. Yep. Uh, just jumping, like teleporting like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. around the world. Anyway, those are the only two I remember. And he was 
I mean, the movies probably weren't that great, but he was good in them. Yeah, no, he's a solid actor, but like, you know, oh, yeah, just Dave the, Filoni is a, a good writer, yes. and this again proves it. Yeah. I know, and I, I think I saw a quote somewhere where Hayden Christensen was like, it's so nice that the fandom's coming back around to, to supporting Anakin again, and I'm like, well, again, it's because now your character's being written well. <laughs> There's the one headline I saw, it's like, the uh, the redemption of An- of Anakin, of, of Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker has come full circle now. And Yeah. The other thing is, is we never got to see him... With an Ahsoka, right? Nope, like, not live that was, no. He wasn't doing the voiceover work nope. on the, the cartoons. Nope. So it, it was really nice to see that there, that shot where he's going off into the battlefield and you become oh, like the, the silhouette of Vader. Like, yeah. Yeah. Really well done. Yep. So out of that whole thing, because that was all uh, Ahsoka's mind, right? Because even the parts where he was like, I wasn't here for this part. What's going on? It was all Ahsoka. Um, by the way, the girl who played young Ahsoka... Um, was also the girl who was in the Barbie movie and also the girl who played young Gamora in... Uh, who was she in the Barbie movie? She was the daughter in the Barbie movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway. Well, okay. I, neat, I, huh? Yeah. So I was like, good for her. But anyway, so we see all of these sort of flashbacks, for lack of a better term. There are points in the Clone Wars where I guess Anakin is teaching her or she needs to make a decision and there are steps along the path. And I'm wondering why those specific parts do you think ahsoka like why was it those specific battles that ahsoka was remembering i don't know because because i didn't is, watch is, the clone wars i so haven't that's watched why. The, yeah but i haven't watched the clone wars in quite a while and i don't know if those are like even battles that show up in the show yeah it's hard to know if it like specifically what seasons or what scenes those would be just other than that they were battles like yeah that one was like oh it's one of the first battles like, that well, one made is sense. that from that first movie then or is that yeah because there's that movie right. with the terrible like, animation yeah that's the that... first couple episodes of the first season yeah. there but i think you know so there's parts at the end of that part of their interaction in the world beyond worlds when she finally decides to live yes. to fight to live instead of to be a warrior um and she like drops her saber and Anakin, like, okay, good. Like, you know, you've you've learned the lesson. Yeah. Um, I didn't get this until I watched. I, I can't. I'd love to take credit for this insight, but I, I'm stupid. <laughs> I saw somebody a video on Instagram. And this guy's like, Anakin is teaching her the lesson Luke taught him in Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. And the part Luke says to you know, I'm a Jedi like knight, my like my father before me. And she says to Anakin, I am a Jedi Knight like my master before me. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, yeah I didn't get it either. Until I, until, until it I saw this clip and they show the, you know, they, they do it well in the clip. The, the guy's talking and they show the, the part from the episode. And it's like, damn so, you, Dave Filoni, you're a genius. So now going forward, it'll be interesting to see because up till that point, anytime somebody mentions her as a Jedi, she says, I'm not a Jedi. It'll be interesting going forward to see if that comes up if she doesn't say anything. Mm. Like, she's probably never going to say, I'm a Jedi. No, but, but if somebody calls more... her a Jedi, is she going to say, no, I'm not? Or is she going to just, like, acknowledge yeah. it quietly? And the, in the lessons in the, that we see her, the, the battles and stuff of reliving, he, you know, he, he brings up that he had to teach her to be a fighter. He had a yeah. warrior. Yeah. And now it almost seems like now in this thing, he was trying to kind of like undo that part to be like, 
now I need to, you know, you need to make, take the other path. Yeah, because. And be, which is probably why she's also, you know, why she didn't want to teach Grogu. Why she, well, which was probably because she failed with Sabine in the first right. place. But, and probably why she failed with Sabine is that she's teaching the Force and being a Jedi from the point of, you know, a survivor of the Clone Wars. Who, uh, someone yeah, who grew but... up and became a Jedi and a Jedi Knight, well, almost a Jedi Knight, during war. She right. was a yeah, general. Because that, the... was, that was the first one where she was like, <clears throat> they are only all these people died because of my orders. Yeah. And what I was thinking, and I'm, again, because I had... I've only seen bits and pieces of the Clone Wars. I'm like, I was thinking that the lesson that Force Ghost Anakin was trying to teach was, you know, like we were saying, this is the path I took of the warrior, of the general, of the killer, fighting to, well, not fighting to die, but I don't know why, because he kept saying live or die, live or die, but he's trying to make sure she doesn't go down the same path that he did, which I don't think she ever could. I don't know. She was there. There's periods during those last stretches where she definitely teeters. Could. Well, at yeah. the very least, she's a you know, yeah, she's enough of a fight. She got fight kicked fight. out of the the Jedi yeah. Order only because and then they, they were going to take her back, and she said, "Fuck you guys, yeah. bunch of She only got kicked out because they thought she killed. Yeah, she was wrongfully accused, and yeah. she was like, "Well, if you don't trust me, I don't want back in." Yeah, exactly. That's fair enough. That's not dark side. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I no, love but that like there's stuff sequence. with uh, what's her name, um, Asajj Ventress, where like she she like teeters on just like outright murdering her and stuff, and then they sort of become friends. Yeah, when, yeah. when, she's, or, a, when she's an outcast. They, yeah, they well, not even friends, and... at least like coworkers, yeah. kind of. They become <laughs> coworkers. <laughs> like I don't le- like you, but we'll work together and well, get that, this and by done. By that point. Ventress has, 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 has also been disillusioned. And she has pulled back from the dark side a bit and is yeah. more in that gray space. Yeah. I really liked Asajj Ventress in the, the episodes that I saw with her. She's awesome. She'd be a hard one to bring over into live action, though, because she's kind of almost like the clone, the clone makers. Yeah. And also, like, well, like not. She's long and skinny and all neck. Yeah. But they, of her they correctly. Could, they could. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen neck. enough cosplayers that have done her that have figured out like tricks to make it pull okay. up that I feel that like it's all the, in the Star makeup. Wars people yeah. could have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, it's like if if, if anything, like, and this is not me. Like, if they could bring Zeb into, <laughs> it, it's not me pooping on <laughs> cosplayers because a lot of them are very talented at what they do. Obviously. But they don't have the money that industrial well, yeah, magic exactly. does. Like I, if. This woman that I saw at Fan Expo can pull it off for like I like maybe like a couple hundred bucks at most. Mm. I'm I'm sure that somebody at Disney should learn be able to learn that lesson and pull it off with a couple yeah. thousand. Yeah. yeah. Um, and everybody's favorite X Wing pilot is back. Yay. Yep. Uh you know who else we got to see in live action for the first time? Kind of. Who? We got Rex. Yes. For like point five seconds. And with yes. his helmet on. And yes. with his helmet on. But so this, if it wasn't the first time, it's like only like the second time of actual clone armor uh, on film, yeah, on being filmed, not digitally rendered. Yeah, because it's like in all the clones in uh, episode two and three are all digital; they're not actual people. Because I remember that from one of the special yeah. features. That I they think point that. that out. 
maybe the clone we see in uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Kenobi series, like with his helmet kind of like looking yeah. to collect, might, if, if he still had some armor, at the very least he had the helmet. Mm. That's like the first physical clone helmet. Yeah. But this time it would have been the first time we'd seen phase one and, and phase two and maybe phase two because it probably saw all three phases of the armor because we get to see the Ahsoka troopers with the hand with the, mm-hmm. the paint. Yeah. And then we see the beginning. So we probably saw, if you look close enough, it's all three phases of clone armor. On, I'll be curious to see when they do the making of if that's again like 501st style people. That, yeah. Or if they find Is there a clone? Ver- like are the clone troopers, are they part of the 501st that way so. too? I, I'm, I think they uh, yeah. You very rarely you see, see people as clone because troopers. You see Rex. They're, they're usually there's like a Rex or like Arc Trooper Rex. Yeah, true. So. so how many years has it been between Rebels and Ahsoka? Well, wow. Rebels did we ends. We figure that out. Once? We did before. Rebels ends before A New Hope. Yes. So, A New Hope is like, well, so like the original trilogy. Sorry, is like what five years, six years tops. I think it's five. Yeah, From because a Leia was in Rebels Return... and she was a young teen, basically. Yeah, she was probably like thirteen-ish. Yeah, because Ezra. Because I think Ezra's around the same age as Leia yeah. and Luke. Because he was born around Empire Day. Like, so the finding right. of, you know, so we're around the same age. Yeah. So then I'd say in this, the Mandalorian timeline is, I believe it was five years after Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. is when that started. And we're a good couple years into that. So I'd say... From the end of Rebels to now, like ten, ten years at the top, at the, at the top, tops ten years. I'm just wondering how long Ezra's been gone. So about it's been a while, seven, yeah. at least seven. Well, maybe ten years. Yeah, because if it's well, if well, sorry, yeah, if it's five years after Return of the Jedi, and from A New Hope to Return of the Jedi is five years. Then we're like, yeah, 10, 12 years. So Wikipedia, or not Wikipedia, the internet is kind of all over the place. The ballparking it, you're right. It's somewhere like between 10 like to 12 years? 9 to 12 years is, okay. seems to be the estimates. Because I'm just thinking, and then this just dawned on me. I'm like, okay, so you watch your friend get warped by a space whale and thrown through to another galaxy. Fair well, enough. They don't know where they went. Yeah, or would disappear. Yeah. Ten years is a long time to still, isn't it? To still be trying to. Well, considering the way things left, and they were, you know, I think they were on a budding romance. They were like that early young, you know, early teens. Oh, That's Sabine a pretty considered yeah. romance. I wouldn't though. think they were a romance. They were like brother sister. Uh yeah, like yeah, that goes all Luke, over the place. I think it's like, like brother sister. Yeah, I think, but Ezra, not like Luke and Leia brother sister. No, no, no. Ezra like, wanted it to be more of a romance can, than Sabine did, and I think towards the end of Rebels, they settled into that comfortable well friends. I guess we'll find out when they find yeah. Ezra. Um, because that knocks my whole Ahsoka Sabine theory out of the woods. So the, the only thing is, is like. <laughs> The thing that interrupts them hunting for Ezra is the fact there's the whole rebel war going yeah, on in yeah. between. Well, plus 
Sabine's, you know, he asked her to watch his you know, over his home. So that's yeah. what she's been doing. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, yeah, when in the years when she was tr- being trained, uh, the first time that they probably they probably tried they probably tried to see look for some kind of sign yeah but not hearing anything about Thrawn not hearing you know they, they have no idea where these whales went they don't know if they survived and it wasn't until she started hearing whispers of Thrawn returning that that's when she went after that woman right so then I'm just backtracking to try to yep. get it stuck in my head so we didn't figure out how Ahsoka's heard about Thrawn coming back. Like, we know that there's the Shadow Council that Moff Gideon was part of, and they were trying to get Thrawn back. So we're assuming that somehow Ahsoka figured out about that and figured out and heard that Thrawn was coming, and then that's when she went after... What's-her-face. Um, What's-her-face, the, yeah. The, yeah. the last of the witches. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't know where... They, the first time we see her in live action is then that man's yeah. and that's when she first yeah. name drops Thrawn. Right. And that she heard that she... That this woman is trying to find him. Right, right. So that's probably... She probably, you know, yeah, through the grapevine of contacts or whatever, probably somebody, you know, she overheard somebody or was told someone, you know, hey, this woman is looking for Thrawn. I need to, like, download a map or a chart or a chronology or something i absolutely adore all the star wars stuff coming up but because there is so much star wars mm. i always have a hard time remembering where in the well, timeline that it is and, and, and <laughs> these there's shows timelines online you can find yeah i know i know but I these was shows like, have I also been intentionally kind of vague i need to oh, like, for something yeah. it's, like yeah. it's like it's after jedi but and before force awakens in that period yeah you know they don't go hard and fast and even then, those timelines are changing. I, I don't know this for certain, but a customer at the store this week mentioned the fact that in one of the latest comics or books, the they've been they've been having like kind of like the period timelines in the the covers. Mm-hmm. So like New Era, all this stuff, right? Yeah, because they're also doing High Republic stuff. Yeah. So recently he noticed that Old Republic had been added back in where it's been gone for, like, basically since Disney took over everything, Mm. which would also coincide with the fact that Revan's been mentioned once or twice and, like, the the games of that time period, more stuff of that's been integrated in. I love that they're bringing back the old stuff, like the the stuff that the no longer can. What are they called? The legacy stuff? Yeah. From all of like the old novels and stuff, I love that they're picking and choosing the good parts and bringing that back. Well, it's it's a fertile playground. Oh, of course for them it is. To, you know, to choose from. Although mm. now I'm I'm a little upset that uh, Hera and and Kanan didn't have twins and name them Jaina and Jason. They uh, just had Jason, but that's okay. Who was awesome? Like he's adorable. Going back to your question earlier, why he isn't being trained? Yeah. Well, I think part of it is Ahsoka isn't um, comfortable enough, or it isn't. Um, What's the word? It's my brain don't confident. work. Confident. That's the word. See, you know the words. Uh, co- confident enough to really train somebody right now. Now, going forward after this, I can see like, eventually, yeah, she's going to start training him. Or maybe she'll send him to Luke. And Luke's school is just being built right now. Yeah. Because we, we can assume this follows at least the same timeline as Mandalorian and Boba Fett, right? Yeah. Well, this is yeah. this is... I would assume. Well, we have to assume this is after, this is after her appearances in, 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 in both of those. Fat. Yeah. Oh, does this mean that Jason's going to go to Luke school and die? <laughs> there is a strong possibility of that. Oh, but, but the, 
he might not be there when it happens. Yeah. Because how old is he right now? Probably about 10, 12. I would say 12. So if he's 12 now, that doesn't happen for another 10 years. Yeah. That's Plot, true. Well, he might be done more by than then. that. By the time Kyle, yeah. you know, Ben is old enough to be... You know, to turn to the dark side. Yeah, that's so he true. could be in his thirties and already be out of Luke's school. Yeah, that's like true. It, we don't even know when he when Ben gets born, right? It's sometime it's around be, now because yeah. if you go by the books and everything, it's in this time period. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He, so if and Jason was born at endish of Rebels, right? And no, that's the, he's in the epilogue we see that. So that's this weird nebulous was, we don't know when Yeah, because I don't think in the comics currently, whenever we've no, seen no, no, no. her... She's got to be pregnant by the end of Rebels. Well, yeah. She's not showing. But we and also we will, don't know the, how the pregnancies okay. for works for Twi'leks. Right? But we'll just assume yeah. it's the same as humans. But going back to the end of Rebels, where they have the, the ending part, right? Where yeah. they, they do like the cutscenes where everybody is. Yeah. We don't know when each of those cutscenes happens no. either, because the very last scene where Ahsoka and Sabine go off—that just happened. In yeah, which is, yeah, exactly. Which is which was yeah, ten years after when Rebels of. ended. Yep. So it could be that Jason was born at the end of Rebels, which makes him about, as we were talking about before, about ten to twelve years old now. Yeah. If the timeline is right. Yeah. Well, he has to be. He has to be. She has to be at least pregnant by Kanan's death. Kanan's yeah. death, right? <laughs> So we'll say maybe I mean like a couple weeks. Unless force ghosts, you know. <laughs> well, there is that hey, theory. We there is that theory about Anakin being impregnated. Her, his mom being impregnated by the Emperor across space and time. Bullshit. What? So, oh, yeah, don't even. Don't. What? You're better off not digging into it. Okay, wait. Hang on. Now my brain's going in weird places. So the, the I- Emperor is actually Anakin's father. Yeah. That means that uh, Ray, who is the Emperor's granddaughter, question mark, is actually still kind of then actually is related to Luke and Leia. So can take the Skywalker name. <laughs> and also made out with her grandnephew, great nephew or something. Yeah. 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 It's a Skywalker thing. Incest. It's a Skywalker thing. There's a T-shirt. <laughs> no, no, they just like to kiss. That's all they've ever. That's all we've ever seen in the Skywalker family. That's, do. that's also true. Passionately kiss. Yeah. Okay, but Luke and Leia's kiss was more of a "fuck you, Han" kiss than any kind exactly. of passion. Exactly. See, that's not incest. Just a. <laughs> Anyways, this that was a revenge this episode. Kiss. Really, yeah, that's weird. an all turn for the weird. Uh, anyway, back to Ahsoka and this awesome show we've been watching. So we leave off this episode with them hiding inside a space whale's Playing mouth. Jonah. I yeah. love it. I love it so much. Um, so does this mean we're done with the, like, at least for now, seeing Hera and the old crew? I assume. Because they're, they're like, still back in the Alpha Quadrant I, or whatever we you want to call it. We may get... We, I could see them jumping back and forth if there's something story-related we need to see. Yeah. But I think going forward, it's going to be in this other galaxy. Yeah, because basically the story in the Alpha Quadrant, for lack of a better term, is um, pretty much wrapped up, right? Yep. So does that mean my hopes of seeing a live-action version of the best character in the Star Wars universe? Captain Mutton Chops? No, no, no. 
Seb. The king of the oh. pirates. The king of the pirates. Oh, right. Hundo. Hundo. I guess my hopes are dashed in that, I at mean, least until the next season. Probably. He's Hondo. For all we know, he's been in the other galaxy this whole freaking time. He's there time. right now. And he's like, Ezra, I followed you here. No, he's living out on, on Galaxy's Edge. You're planet. so smart no, no, to you, set up a trading post here. Maybe I've mentioned this before, but somebody posted a meme that I'm like, oh, that makes sense, is the uh, that they should do a miniseries with Obi-Wan and Hondo going on an adventure, and that's what explains why Obi-Wan ages so much <laughs> between the end of the TV series and the start of A New Hope. Is he, like, oh my God. just so, Hondo takes years off of his life. Basically. I saw some clickbait, and I didn't click on it, mm-hmm. where it was like, Darth Maul's coming back, and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, I hope not. He's dead dead now, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because he he dies in Rebels. So. Yes. Yeah. Like it. But I mean, he got cut in half and no, survived. There yeah, was a chance got... that we could have seen him in that flashback. Yes. Because we do see the Mando Darth Maul Mandos. Oh yeah, yeah. I was calling them Maldalorians. Yeah. And Brent did not find that funny, even though I, I, I had to I poke him and one. say it like five times, and he still didn't find it funny. Maldalorians. M a u l Deloreans. Yeah, no, I don't see Maul showing up, except for flashbacks or something of that. There was also a funny meme I saw of, like, all of the different people who got stabbed by lightsabers and survived, and then Qui-Gon was like, wait, what? (laughs) Have you watched those ones where it's the the guy, the the, the deep fake, it's like Obi-Wan watching the movies, and he's watching it with... With Qui Gon yeah. and then watching with Anakin, and, and Anakin's like a little kid in the corner, like having a little temper tantrum. Yeah, but it's funny they, they do the one with yeah with Qui Gon, and you see you know yeah, people get stabbed, like oh, and then it's like oh, they survived that. Like kind of like the whole wait a minute, how come I died? Yeah. <laughs> My theory on that is he when he, if you look where he gets stabbed, it's a little more central, it's a little more heart yeah. related, heart related, or at least you know. Important Major organs, organs and where Sabine's was a little lower, side, like you yeah. know, just maybe took out a kidney or like a little, you know, something more like you know, something you don't really need. Now, like a gallbladder. Uh, <laughs> a brief recap: we actually talked about this in the last episode a little bit. Part of where that Darth Maul rumor comes from is the fact that Sam Witwer has been is listed in the credits a bunch of times. He was in that. What's that show he was in? He played a vampire. It's the one with the vampire, the ghost, and the werewolf. Almost human. Almost human. Anyways, he's been the voice of Maul and Rebels and a bunch of other like. Uh, and, he was and, the guy uh, that played. Uh, he was Doomsday on Smallville. I never watched Smallville. Okay. Um, but he is also like. The I'm thing intrigued is, by the vampire, ghost, and werewolf show now. I think oh, he started a... watching it and didn't like it. Yeah, it's a you know he he's anyway. a nurse. Or so he yeah. works in the hospital. The the werewolf guy works in the hospital too, and then they live in the house that used to belong to this woman who's a ghost. And she haunts the house. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but the 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 fact of the matter is, is yes, he is in the credits, and yes, he is probably doing voice work on yeah. these shows. But he is also the voice of Starkiller from the Force Unleashed video games, uh. and that guy obviously is, hasn't been in the show yet. Mm. He like he's people speculated that the 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 Inquisitor guy in the helmet was going to be him. Like, he oh, was I the saw voice speculation that, that, that he was going to be Starkiller. Or he was yeah. going to be Ezra. And it turns out he was just a Force fart. 
Oh, he was just possessed by the, you know, by the the witches. <laughs> he got yeah. killed and all his fart gas came out. And I'm which like, oh, we've look. seen before in Clone Wars and maybe Rebels, or at least in Clone Wars, yeah. um, Darth Maul's brother. Seamus O'Kill? Yes. When he's possessed by the witches and then when mm. he finally dies, and at one point like, he has the green eyes and then when he dies, he's, there's the, 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 the green fart. fart, the force fart leaves him. <laughs> He feels the fart. I mean, feels the force. But yeah, so he forced when, the fart. So when people saw his name show up in the credits, it's uh, it's uh, uh, well, obviously Darth Maul's in this show. Yeah, see, that's why I didn't click on the where, clickbait. I was like, bah. where the reality is, is Sam Witwer is a good guy who the people at Lucasfilm really like, and he also can do a bunch of different voices. So they gave him some work. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of voices in the like. The, the the Clone War scenes so. exactly. He was probably just in the background going, "Hey guys, let's run!" Or he could have like, or even as like Ryan said, maybe there because even the, you see it a lot of times. There may have been a part with Maul in one of those flashbacks that just got cut out, like yeah. it didn't fit, and they cut out, and he still gets the credit because or he, he was did the, the work. He on was it. the clone trooper that held Ahsoka's hand. Yeah. Knows. The, the the problem is is like it's one of those things that always feels these kind of conspiracies. Yeah, is his name like his name is listed in the credits? It doesn't list who he yeah. voiced. Yeah, if they just put in Jedi number four or like Bob, just like background character number six, <laughs> then it would be just all the like who is down Bob? a little bit. But <laughs> where is Bob? Don't Bob skip. actually stands for yeah. yeah. This is how we connect Bob back to Darth Maul. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, so, so yes. just oh, a fitting tie-in. One of our Patreon you, patrons just texted me. Uh, he is currently rewatching the latest episode of uh, of Ahsoka on his brand new projector, and that's the only way he's going to watch it anymore. Who's uh, the the Patreon? Uh, Mike, Mike Hammond. From uh, with his 3D printing, cool. Yeah, very jealous. All right, any more Star Wars tangents we want to fall down? Always. No, the the <laughs> show is really good. I've been I really love how this conversation it. went like everywhere. It was great. Well, this show's going everywhere though. It's I bringing know. in all it's all awesome. the best parts of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. The only thing you know, I, if we're gonna do complaints, um. You know, for the pilots, we should have had um, Porkins. <laughs> no, Porkins is dead. I know. Uh, no, um, Porklet. The Zeb? rebels. Other than Zeb? The one, yeah, Zeb. <laughs> Brain no worky Saturday nineties. Uh, it would have been. You know, Zeb should have been part of that squadron. Yeah, that's now could have easily half CGI'd of that squadron got killed. Yeah, I was like, hey, that thing's going to drive to hyperspace. I'm like, why are you still trying to yeah, exactly. fly towards it? Um, very interesting, you know, getting to see the political side of things, you know, with mm. Hera calling out the senator that say, oh, yeah, um, were you in the fight? No. Would you? Oh, you just waited to see who won? Yeah. Um, let the adults talk about war. I love Hera. And then uh, just so her interactions with the politicians. It's interesting. The, Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say it's interesting. Um, the rebel fighters interacting with the politicians and basically being like, so we defeated the Empire for a different Empire, basically. Yeah. Right? Like, this is the, what we fought for, but... Yeah. Like, you pol- just- like all the, the people that are becoming senators now and politicians weren't involved in this at all. 
could have been collaborators. Yeah. You know, just kind of sat, sat on the, you know, to see, and waiting to see who won. There, yeah. And then the senator who was like, oh, yeah, there's uh, em- there's former empire people which, in all levels of government. Which we've seen from the other shows. Yeah. Which we've also seen uh, is a problem. Yeah. Because they're like, well, you know, we can't, everything just stands to a halt if we got rid of everything. So it's like, so how much better is this republic than the empire? Yeah. Like, there's no evil emperor. That's a big plus. Yeah. But. <laughs> and then the little hint, the little things like uh, Senator Organa, Ar- Organo is holding him off as, mu- as much as she can to give us a window. So it's Leia. Yeah. So Leia's on board with what Hera's doing because oh, Leia's smart. Yeah. Um, this <laughs> I love when he's killing time. He's like, um, yes, uh, this is top secret. I can't tell you about it. <laughs> I uh, need your verification. Yeah, can you give me your verification code? Say, um. He was really I'm, good at talking circles around. I was like, yeah. I was impressed. Have they announced a figure for him? No. I think we bring this he's, up every he's, time he's, he shows up. They've already up. put out like a, a bust What's of his him. What's character's name? I forget. I've got a card in my in my in my collectible I card set. With a C. Um, he's got. They've already announced his helmet. I think. Yes. Or at least as part of it's coming soon in the pipeline announcements. But no, they haven't announced a figure because that is totally at least one one I will buy at least one of, if not oh, more yeah. than one. No, and like, why why don't they? That's like that's a simple reuse. Oh yeah, of the same fighter pilot body they keep throwing on, just throw a new head and yep. helmet in it. Oh yeah, it's and just even the helmet is the same like mold. You yeah. just do a different paint. I can job on see it. it being like, if we get a second wave of Ahsoka figures. I hope so. It'll be in that because, you know, why not, right? I can see why they didn't announce it because we didn't know he was going to be in this series. Yeah. They could have, you know, written it off as, oh, from him being in the other stuff, but, uh, I'm, yeah, really loving this show. Carson Teva? Teva? Sure. Yep. That's I knew a- it started with a C. You're faster than I am. He Mr. was Kim. at the Jays game this afternoon. Was he? Oh. Yeah, I think he's got to have. Seasons. Oh, I think so. Near, near, um, behind home plate somewhere. Uh, that yeah, the game went to like 13, 14 innings today. <laughs> yeah, it was still going on when I got home from work. Uh, tonight, so. uh, uh, friend of mine, Jason Agnew, pointed out is like it's bad when <laughs> even when they win right now, it doesn't seem to do them any favors. No, that's because they lost four straight games to. One of the teams they're chasing. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't sports talk. <laughs> this is Star Wars talk. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I've Star Wars talked enough. Yep. Yeah. So, Ahsoka, uh, awesome. Yeah. It, it, uh, oh, little side bit is I was reading apparently Ray Stevenson's uh, lightsaber. Yeah. He actually asked for when they first presented to him for adjustments in the pommel for it. Yep. And I think that's kind of awesome. Because also, if I don't know this for certain, but how he is treating you look at his hilt, his hilt is longer. Mm-hmm. It and he is treating it like a medieval broadsword. Yeah. So that's the one thing I do. Okay, back in the Star Wars talk. Okay. <laughs> one of the just co- when no, we hey, think we're done, we don't find apologize more. to me. I'll talk Star Wars all night. You know that. <laughs> Uh, one thing, one of the art, one thing I did read was this was one of the first times in, in with the fight between uh, Ahsoka, him and Ahsoka, uh, where you get the dual, two completely different styles. Yeah. Whereas like she's like a fighting like a samurai. Yep. And he's fighting like a knight. Yeah. And it's like awesome. that was a good fight though. Yeah. Like you're like 
cinematic knight knight in shining armor with oh, a yeah. big broadsword. Making sword. the sound terrible because I'm trying to show that we with can't, the mic. Yeah, yep. they can't see what Whereas you're Whereas she's got the whole stance more like a samurai yeah. with you know, the arms out and the, the lower yeah, stance and the sword. Fight, and, yeah, so and good. It's it's. <laughs> I, I'm assuming they, they write his character off. Yeah, because of obvious reasons, but like if they even, if uh, they already hadn't, we yeah. don't know. He may not. You know, he may not survive the season. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, so Ahsoka, good show. Yeah, and if good. you're listening um, to this podcast, you probably also, already thought that. Loving the fact that it's on it on Tuesdays at nine, that you can start watching it on Disney Plus because it's like. We get home from doing our thing at the store, yeah. and it's like, what else am I going to do? I'm I don't end watch up watching Ahsoka. it till Thursday. Oh, I watch it as soon as I get home. I don't have to watch. I'm not watching it on my tablet in the morning. Yeah, I'm watching it on my TV, comfortable and See, enjoying it. That's because in our in our marriage, watching Star Wars without the other one is a divorceable offense. Well, what unless, are you doing at nine o'clock on a Tuesday night? Usually by nine o'clock on a Tuesday night, I am sick of watching TV and I am getting ready for bed. Um, well, you should watch less TV before that. Well, I got nothing not else to do because TV. you guys are at work. Play Sims. That's what I also do. And then... Watch our video. Eh. <laughs> and then Wednesdays, for some reason, he comes home, eats dinner super fast, and then disappears to watch wrestling with somebody. I don't make him. <laughs> so, therefore, yeah, Thursday. So, that brings us to the end of this episode, which means Patreon shoutouts. If you would like to help Woo-hoot. us out... Three bucks a month gets you in the door and gets you an exclusive podcast by myself and uh, my friend Alex where we talk about music. Um, There may be another podcast joining the Patreon ranks that involves movies and people making other people watch movies. It involves movies and torture. (laughs) Um, Stay tuned. But if you would like to hear that and the, the listen to this podcast, all you have to do is... Donate three bucks a month to our Patreon. That unlocks that for you. And any other, like, this is the only tier we're going to have. And even if you don't like those shows, it helps keep the lights on here. Pays for stuff like hosting and, like, like equipment upgrades and a whole bunch of other, like, little things. And our theme song. And our theme song. Because uh, unlike a number of podcasts, we actually pay for the rights for our theme song. So with that in mind, thanks go out to Drew, Karina, Rhino Vision, Alex, Team Woods, who also kindly put together the uh, truenorthnerds.com website landing page for us, Mike Hammond, and our good friend Rex. Uh, with that in mind, Geek Picks, who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Well, considering I'm the only one that's not looking at my phone trying to figure out what my geek pick is. I I'll was first. just bringing up I know, the, I was just uh, teasing. the Patreon list. Come on, it's perfect. I'm looking over and you both got your phones out. I have to. Um, Crap, I need a geek pick. Um, so I'll go first while Jen figures hers out. Funny um, part is, is she had one two hours ago. Oh, I did? Oh, right. I remember what it is now. Uh, such a good husband. Okay, so my <laughs> geek pick is, uh, without me realizing it, Season two of a show I remember watching, I thought feel like years ago now, uh, f- has finally come to Apple Plus. Uh, season two of Invasion. I don't remember this show at all. I know. I forgot all about it, too. I, was like, I saw the title, and I'm like, oh, that sounds like it might be something I'd be interested in watching. Oh, season two. Oh. Then I saw a trailer. I was like, oh, I remember watching the first season of this show. Uh, so Earth is being invaded by these alien things that kind of yes. look like <laughs> almost like the like alien antibodies. They're these like gushy balls with spikes that go around and they kill people. And uh, there's other things happening and stuff. Uh, they've 
yeah, it's an alien invasion show on Apple. It's pretty good. Cool. Um, and then I'm going to throw a second one just because that one was such a kind of short one. Uh, season two of another show I enjoy just ended, and that uh, is season two of Heels, the wrestling drama show with Stephen Amell in and it. You're, you're, we tried figuring this out. What's that on right now? I'm watching it through other means. Oh, um, uh, I know it is on Stars, which you can stream through, through Crave if you have a Amazon certain Amazon. Also, you can yeah, get if you it have a certain stacks. level or yeah. whatever. So yeah, but uh, season one is for sure on Stars right uh, on Crave through Stars right now. Um, season two just finished. Uh, I even if you don't, even if you just like wrestling in passing. It's more, you know, yes, there is wrestling, but it's more the, the politics behind the scenes of having a small independent yep. wrestling thing and the, you know, the people there and all the, you know, keep the lights on and Friend all that kind of show, stuff. Serena rather likes that show as well. Mm. It Good was taste. asking me questions about it in regards to real pro wrestling. <laughs> uh, and of course, it ended with uh, a cliffhanger season finale with uh, also a bit of a, you know, kind of a slight tearjerker. You know, squeezing Ooh. on, pulling on the old heartstrings finale. So interesting. All righty, Jen. <laughs> uh, so yesterday we went and saw a haunting in Venice. Ooh, I forgot that was already in theaters. It was very good. Ooh, but um, we were we can't discuss it on the podcast because it is you can't talk about this in, without spoilers. Well, yeah, just, and I haven't seen it yet. Yes. So yeah, which is why it's a geek pick and not. Uh, hey, this is what we're going to talk about for <laughs> this episode of the podcast. Um, and so in case you didn't know, uh, I found a summary that has no spoilers. In post-World War II Venice, Poirot, now retired and living in his own exile, reluctantly attends a seance. But when one of the guests is murdered, it is up to the former detective to once again uncover the killer. I love these Kenneth Branagh uh, mysteries. He did um, Murder on the Orient Express. He did Death on the Nile. And now he does. Now he's got a haunting in Venice. And they are fantastic. They're excellent cast. They're he's a great actor and a great director. I didn't look, but I'm assuming he also directed it. Um, and the, the shows are just the the movies are just fun. Like it's it was short. It was only what did you say, Brent? Like an hour and forty? Yeah, like not even ninety minutes. It, well, no, it, it's like just minutes, under two hours. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's so, perfect. So you know, yeah, it's perfect. The plot moves along at a good pace, and because it's a mystery, you don't want it to be long and drawn out because then you forget the plot points and the details. And and I love, <clears throat> um, and one of the reasons I like the the Poirot uh, movies, especially, is I like it when it's like a seemingly um, occult type of a killer, but then it gets solved through logic and it ends up being a logical conclusion at the ending or does it see not spoiling. Um, <laughs> it was the ghost that did it. Maybe it was anyway. If, if you like those the same ghost of, that impregnated Hera, <laughs> if you like those kinds of, of murder mysteries, it's a beautiful movie to watch. It, all, it looks like it all takes place actually in Venice. I've never been to Venice, so I don't know, but it's beautiful. It really makes you want to go there. I really want to go to Venice now. I hear there's a lot of water in Venice. Yes, there is. And muscular guys on the beach. There's no beaches in Venice. Yeah, it's not really a beach. It's kind of Venice oh, was built on a oh, swamp. Oh, boo. Boo, you, sir. Boo. 
Venice, He's talking about Venice, Venice Beach, Beach, California. Uh, no, no, good Venice, good Venice. Anyway, you should go and see. You should go see the other two movies too, or wherever they're streaming. You should watch those two movies. Yeah, I can't remember who has those ones, but I know I've streamed them, so I've seen them that way. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm I'm about ninety eight percent sure I saw Death on the Nile. Cause there's a boat. Yeah. There's uh, Egyptian tombs. See, I don't remember the Egyptian tombs. Like they get off the boat and to now go I'm with less exploring. Than 98% and there's like a sure. rock that falls and almost hits somebody. Isn't that Indiana Jones? No. <laughs> That's a rolling boulder. Right. Okay, and now I'm not sure if I've seen that movie or not. Boo. Anyway, Boo. if I did see it, I liked it. And if ah, I didn't see it... If I didn't see it, I still liked I it. I probably would like it. <laughs> yeah, we can try watching them. I'll watch it again. I to, like I said, I think you and your dad watched it. and I was too tired and I went to bed. Well, if you were too tired, I was probably too tired too. Mm, yeah, but you would tend to make the extra effort to hang out with your dad. I try. Yeah. Aww. Anyway, go and see A Haunting in Venice. It was very, very good. I'm going to go with an action figure. Ooh, which one? Which one? Uh, G.I. Joe Classified <gasps> Low Light. I haven't opened mine yet. Oh, it's so awesome. Tomorrow is toy action figure opening day. Yeah. Um, the G.I. Joe Classified series of action figures just keeps knocking it out of the park. And I want to try something with it later on. Because um, it's in the shoulders, like in the upper shoulder. They're, the cuts for the shoulder are much deeper than you usually see. Okay. I was talking to Jeff Bailey, and he hadn't tried, uh, a customer of ours, uh, he hadn't tried it yet, but he thinks it's so you can lay low light down in prone sniper position okay. and get the arms better for the, the so rifle. And more of an actual being, shooting yeah, sniper. Oh, okay. Which would be kind of awesome. But it makes sense. Yeah, the, is, this is... Uh, so far, this is my figure line of the year. Still, two two years running. Yeah, as you can say, tune in to episode multiple. No, pick pick an episode of Tales from the Collective Verse, and you'll hear us singing the praises. Or uh, wait until this year end uh, episode that I join in on, where we talk about our favorite toys of the year, and uh, see if I still hold that true or not. Um, but yeah, it's been really good. And like that line in low light, it's just another one where I like got it and like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. So it's a wide release figure, is it not? Yes. Yeah. So we just got ours from GameStop. Yep. Because we pre-ordered. So it'll probably show up in Toys R Us's and Walmart's over the next coming months. Yeah. That seems to be how it goes right now. Yeah. Um, and with that, we're at the end of the episode. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, when we return. Uh, it's probably going to be a smorgasbord of stuff because Kevin will be back from his trip and we'll talk about the few nerdy things that he did while he was on it. Um, there's a solid chance that Ryan and I might see the next Expendables movie when that, uh, by the, that time we're, we're, we're trying to work that out time wise, but, uh, we'll, we'll see. And you know, there's all sorts of other stuff that might happen. Oh, yes. Oh. I, I got some plugs. Okay. Before we go, uh, if you're listening to us uh, to this this coming weekend, uh, so the 23rd, there is the Barry Public Library Comic Con is yes. happening, and friends of the show will be there uh, doing different things. Uh, Snowheart cosplay. Ed Campbell will be there running some cosplay stuff with a few other uh, cosplayers. Um, Serena will be there doing her librarian stuff. I'm Ooh. sure. 
being busy all day, but uh, and uh, our boss Mark from Big B Comics will be there with a few things to give away at his little tables. So that'll yes. be good. We'll be having a graphic novel sale at the store. So come and spend your money with Brent and I. Yeah, that's where uh, Ryan and I will be all that day. Yep. And then Saturday night from six till ten is a nineteen plus event uh, at the Five Points uh, Theater downtown Barrie. It is their uh, game on event, so that they have a, a video game contest you can enter to become Barry's top video gamer, uh, as well as there's a cosplay contest that you can enter that I will be part of, part of the judging crew to become uh, Barry's top cosplayer. And the winner, uh, one of the prizes for that, on top of the little trophy you get, um, this year you will get a professional photo shoot. Ooh, Ooh that's so, a good prize. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're listening this week, this uh, this coming weekend. All right. I'm done. I'm done. Are you done? I guess. Follow us on Instagram, wherever you find your Instagrams. Yes. At True North Nerds. At Tales from Collectiverse. And what's your Dolls and Ponies? At Dolls and Ponies. Or if you like knitting, at Mesembria underscore knits. Yep. And I'm at Brent Chittenden, where I'm just posting up stuff that I like. Yep. Uh, so in two weeks, we will uh, be back here talking about the nerd stuff. Surprise, surprise. Yay. Until then, Obama stay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True North Nerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us. <laughs>